Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just heading into round five, I thought I'd run you off a couple of names of guys that I'll be watching very closely this weekend because these guys, they've been given an opportunity to cement themselves into first grade sides. And personally, when I look at all, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven names here who have been given an opportunity this weekend. And I think this weekend is going to be really crucial for them moving forward. So they're all under a little bit of pressure. They all need to perform this weekend, and I'm very keen to watch and see how they go in their specific teams and in their specific positions. The first one is, of course, Cooler from the Manly Seagulls. He's playing fullback to replace Tommy Turbo. For me, I think this is a golden opportunity, especially in a position like fullback, for Cooler be able, to be able to say to Des Hasler, I am too fucking good to leave out of this football team. I think over the next, I think it'll be closer to six weeks that he is going to be able to play fullback. He will be able to dominate for the Seagulls and he will be able to finish the end of that six weeks and Turbo comes back in. And I think he will do enough in those six weeks for Desi Hazler to say, okay, this guy has done enough. He has too much upside. He has too much X factor for me to possibly leave him out of my side. And I think you will see him either grab a center spot or grab a wing spot. For me... I think he's most likely to get the right center spot. I think he can get in front of Morgan Harper. The other one, Jason Saab, I think there's a potential he could get in front of him. Brad Parker as well. I think Ruben Garrick is safe as houses, but I think he can get in front of one of those guys. Right wing, sorry, for um, Jason Saab there. Sorry, right wing for Jason Saab. I really do think that this kid over the next few weeks is going to star for the Seagulls, and I think he will maintain a spot in this team moving forward. Very excited to see him super coach-wise. As I mentioned on beers and break-evens last night, I think he's going to do very well. I think he will be about a 60 average guy. I've had him sitting on my bench for quite some time, and you've all seen the highlights. You've all heard that he's as fast as Jason Saab and all this sort of stuff. You saw the highlights in his first game and how confident he is, how he backs his ability. But for me, the thing that stood out was his base stats. And those base stats, they have been reflected in New South Wales Cup for quite some time. He's a guy that, you know, will run for 150 metres most weeks. So I'm very keen to see him at fullback. Very excited to see how he goes out the back. I've more so only really seen him play centre and wing, to be honest with you. So very keen to see how he goes at fullback and how his ball playing goes there. But I think Cooler is a guy 
that has been given an opportunity, a rare opportunity to jump into the one jersey for the Manly Seagulls, which is very hard to get your paws on. You only get your hands on it if Turbo is injured. He's been given that shot, and I think he's going to really take advantage of it. So cooler from the Manly Seagulls, definitely one to watch for me. We spoke about him this morning, so we won't go too in, in depth here, but Kyle Flanagan, we've always been a fan of Flano. We had him on the podcast, really nice guy uh, with a heap of ability. Wasn't long ago that the Roosters thought he was the guy to replace Cooper Cronk. It didn't quite work out, but... I'll tell you what, there's a lot of guys in the history of rugby league that wouldn't have been able to fill the shoes of Cooper Cronk after he'd played 300 games and won two premierships, yeah? Very tough gig for Flano. He arrived at Canterbury and didn't do too well. Uh, the team didn't do too well either. And with all due respect to Canterbury, every single halfback they've played since then also hasn't done too well. So maybe Flano isn't the problem. He's also gone back to reserve grade, played this year and absolutely killed it. Uh, Canterbury's undefeated so far. So maybe Flano can play halfback. Shocking revelation there. Uh, but over the next two weeks, he's got it very tough. He takes on the Panthers this week, the Rabbitohs next week. Huge test for Flano. The team hasn't been going well. They got beat 44-0 on the weekend. So even if they don't go well over the next two weeks and you know the media and the Bulldogs, more than likely, are probably going to try and blame Flamo, uh, blame <laughs> Flano, sorry. Just keep an eye on him and just watch him closely and just make your own decisions. Don't be persuaded and don't just fall for that common voice on social media that says Flano is shit. Um, I remember when he was replacing Cooper Cronk, everyone said, this kid's going to be a superstar. He's going to be a gun. First thing I said was, be patient. He isn't going to be a superstar. He isn't going to be an absolute gun straight away. It's going to take a long time for Flano to find his way in. It's taken longer than what I thought it would, to be honest with you, but he really has been made the scapegoat at Canterbury. It probably sounded this morning like I'm not keen on seeing him play this weekend. I'm super keen. I'm a huge Flano fan. I said all offseason, he would have been my seven to start in round one, but I also said, whoever is your seven to start the season, season has to be your seven until at least origin time to give them a fair amount of time to actually gel. When I look at Matty Burton, I think about who's the actual perfect fit for him. I think it is Kyle Flanagan. So hopefully they give him more than two weeks against two of the best teams in the competition. Uh, but knowing Trent Barrett, knowing the Canterbury Bulldogs, they probably won't. Uh, it's round four. They've already given two separate halfbacks a go and now they're going to have a go at their third one who's been there for two years. Best of luck to Flano though. I hope he does well because I think he's so much better than how he's been treated at Canterbury over the last few months. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater finally gets an opportunity in North Queensland. The Hammer's injured. Uh, Scotty's been playing reserve grade the last few weeks. He has been playing fullback. So I know there's a lot of talk about Val Holmes moving there. I sort of thought that Drinkwater would get an opportunity. I'm I'm stoked that he has. And he's going to get about a three or four week job for North Queensland. They started off really well. They're starting to fall off a little bit now though. Uh, so it's a really good opportunity for Drinkwater to insert himself here. Personally, as much as Hammer is the starting fullback and has been all season, I don't think he's absolutely brained it to the point of saying that his that jersey is 100% his. I think there is a world, and I think Scott Drinkwater would be well and truly aware of it, that there's a world where he could win this jersey over the Hammer. There is a world where you could play Hammer anywhere else in this back line on one wing or at center somewhere, and he would do a really good job. It's going to be hard to get him into the centers, no doubt about it, Peter Hiku and Val Holmes, but I think he can find a spot on the wing there. Tuolagi's been very good. Kyle Felt's been very good for a long time, but the Hammer, he's just got a little something about him where you could fit him somewhere else. It is his jersey right now, but I think Scott Drinkwater has the ability to be able to take this jersey off him, and if there is any injuries in this back line anywhere over the next four weeks, 
I would say there's a really good chance that Drinkwater holds that jersey and Hammer returns in a different spot. If you see one of their centers or one of their wingers go down with an injury or a suspension, I think there's a really good shot that Hammer fills in at that spot and Drinky holds onto the fullback jersey. He's too good not to be in first grade. We've said this from the very start. Uh, Dearden, though, has been playing too well to play Drinkwater at six. I'm going to fall on my sword on that one. I was wrong about it. Uh, Dearden, he was the right option at six. But Drinkwater, he's definitely got the potential to hold on to the one jersey and over the next few weeks, I hope that he takes advantage of it. You know, if we do see... Cameron Munster potentially leave Melbourne early. They need a six. Fuck it, it'd be interesting to see if they bring Scott Drinkwater back home. I think he's playing for a contract into the future as well. He's obviously a little bit on the outer at the Cowboys, but I think he's got the ability to turn that around very quickly. Uh, Joshie Mansour, he's been given another opportunity for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It wasn't that long ago that uh, he was playing in a grand final for the Penrith Panthers on the left edge, you know, one of the best spots in rugby league, and we were saying just how good Josh Mansour is and that he's back. He's arrived at South Sydney. He looks like He's slowed down a little bit here. Um, he's now on the right wing. We've seen Jackson Paulo fall from left center to right wing to out of the team altogether. So it gives an old guy in Mansour an experienced head an opportunity to really stand up. Mansour, he's coming in at a perfect time. Their tough run is over. They've got a pretty easy draw over the next few weeks. Uh, really good opportunity for Josh Mansour to reestablish himself um, in the NRL and in this South Sydney Rabbitohs team and hold on to that spot. I know he was on our waiver wire this morning in our draft competition. I imagine he was on the waiver in a lot of draft competitions. It's a gamble that I would definitely take on Mansour. I remember sitting here two years ago and people saying he's gone, he's, he's shit, there's, there's nothing to get out of him. I drafted him. He landed on the left wing for the Penrith Panthers. He averaged about 60 for the year. He was unbelievable. He has still got a Josh Mansour. He needs to improve, no doubt about it. But he's a guy that trains his ass off. He's always fit as a fiddle. I'm going to back him in to have a good crack here, and he's going to be very interesting to watch. Uh, over at the Cronulla Sharks, Sifatalakai burst onto the scene last week at centre. Uh, everyone's talking about Sifatalakai. We've been talking about him for a long time. He has got this sort of ability. What I've always said, though, is consistency is Sifa's biggest challenge. He needs to back it up over the next few weeks. Uh, to be honest with you, the fact that he went to centre and he dominated the best defensive centre in rugby league, it really didn't surprise me that much. This is the sort of guy Sifra is. I've said on a number of occasions that he should be a top 10 forward in rugby league. When you get a damp, wet night like that and he's able to really take them on and, and gets early ball, he's incredibly hard to handle. He's one of the hardest guys to handle in rugby league. He's one of the last blokes I would want to tackle. Sifra's got this sort of ability. It's the consistency where we get worried with him. Now, hopefully over the next few weeks, defensively, he can really stand up. He can keep working the way he is. He can keep holding his balls because he has got a tendency to after big games sort of drop off a little bit. I'm the biggest Sivitalikai fan in the world. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you would know that. But I'm not going to lie and say that inconsistency isn't a problem with him. Yeah. So fingers crossed Sivit can lock down this spot. It looks like. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Connor Tracy is still a few weeks away, so I think Siffer's going to get three or four weeks to really prove himself in that left-center spot. 
And if Tracy does come back and Sifra is held onto that spot, let's be honest here, Braden Trindle isn't really lighting up the world. There could be an opportunity for Tracy to filter into that sort of utility role, which I actually think he'd be more suited to. He'd be a perfect guy to carry on your bench. He can play wing, he can play center, he can play fullback, he can play in your halves, he can play hooker if you needed him to, Connor Tracy. He's a proper footballer. Big opportunity for Siffer to finally lock down a key position in this Cronulla Sharks side and potentially hold it for the rest of the season. Left center for the Cronulla Sharks is looking like a pretty damn good spot. It will only get better once Wade Graham returns as well. So fingers crossed, Siffer, he can be the guy that I've been saying for years he should be and really earn that spot at the Cronulla Sharks. The next one is Billy Walters up there at the Brisbane Broncos. It's been an absolute shit fight to start the season. Personally, I thought Walters Walters should have been the six from round one. I thought he looked really good in the preseason in patches. They all looked really good in patches. They all looked really shit in patches. Personally, I thought Walters looked the least shit out of all of them, which sounds harsh, but that's the reality of how the Broncos halves were, were looking in the preseason. He hasn't really had a proper opportunity to play alongside Adam Reynolds. I thought it was strange last week that they moved Stags to 5'8", but they had Branko on the bench, which I understand. I think it would have been good to give Walters that opportunity uh, to move alongside him, but it is what it is. I like Billy Walters. I've always said that I think he's a better hooker than he is 5'8", but I think he showed in the trials that he has got a lot to offer at 5'8". The Broncos, they need to turn their shit around very, very quickly. He's coming up against the Chooks here, and then I think next week he's got an even harder game, so I'm not sure who it is off the top of the dome, but Billy Walters, a good opportunity for him to show what he is all about, and uh, it's going to be tough, though, with their matchup and just based on how Brisbane have gone so far this season. And let's be honest here, so far this year, Albert Kelly's been pretty decent. So it's going to be tough for uh, Billy Walters, but I do believe in him. I am a fan of his football, and I'm hoping that he does well over the next few weeks and can lock down that spot at 5'8 for the Broncos. The last one I'm going to talk about is Kevin Naguama. Played his first game for the Sydney Roosters the other day. Scored a try outside Joey Manu, who looked incredible. Um, look, Naguama, he's come back from England. I, I know a lot of people have told me that... He is going to be the third-choice guy behind Billy Smith and behind Joseph Sawali. Obviously, Billy Smith was the first-choice guy. I really didn't think Billy Smith was as impressive as what I expected him to be. Uh, so I think that Kevin Naguama, as much as Smith is injured, I think Naguama, if he can just cut errors out of his game and, and finish the plays, which so far he has done and, the, and the, the opportunities that he will get in the future, I do think there's a world where he can hold on to this. Now, Sawali, he's in the squad as well, but I really don't think Robbo is going to rush this kid in. If Naguama is doing a job for the Sydney Roosters and he's being a little bit more consistent than what Billy Smith was, I think there's a world where he can hold on to that spot. We have seen in the past Robbo you know, obviously use guys like Brett and Josh Morris, more experienced heads in his back line. They may be faster. They may be stronger guys, but he wants that experience and the guys that make good decisions and the guys that are reliable. I obviously am not putting Naguama in either of the Morris boys sort of category. Reliability has always been a, uh, a test for Kevin Naguama, but he's had a big few years over there in England. He's coming here to finish with one last season in the NRL, and I do believe there is a world where he can hold on to that right wing spot. And we with guys like Suwali and with Billy Smith in reserve grade, even a guy like Adam Kieran putting a bit of pressure on him, I think it'll be really, really good for him. And hopefully you see the best out of Naguama. I think he's had a really good career. I think he's been underrated for a long time. He's gone over to England. He's been very successful. And he's come back here to test himself. And I like the way that he's come back into rugby league. Billy Smith, uh, Joseph Suwali, they're both going to be stars of the future, but they can be stars of the future for the next 10 years. I, I'm hoping that Naguama can hold this spot and really give it a good shake because 
because he is talented enough to do it. It's just about being reliable. Um, so Naguama, he's one that I'm very excited for. Cooler, Flanagan, Drinkwater, Mansour, Sifatalakai, Billy Walters. These are the other guys that I will be keeping a very close eye on this weekend. The last one, too, is Jock Madden. Now, Jock Madden, uh, Hastings returns next week, so you'd have to assume Jock Madden will drop out of this West Tigers side. He's played really well the last three weeks. Unfortunately, last week, you got unlucky dropping that ball in the in goals, which, you know, you could say lost them the game. I mean, on the scoreboard and everything, it lost them the game, but they really should have closed this game out long before this, the Tigers, realistically. Uh, so he'll carry that into this weekend's game, knowing that it is his last opportunity. Whether Jock stays at the Tigers long-term or not remains to be seen, but a really good opportunity for him to show this weekend that as much as he had a bad moment last week, he can bounce back from it. I'm very excited to see how Jock goes. As I always say... Don't judge guys on their worst moment. Judge them on their response to their worst moment. So far in Jock Madden's career, I think that's definitely been the worst moment for him. Uh, he will carry a lot on his shoulders heading into this week, so I cannot wait to see the response of a talented young ball player coming off a pretty disappointing moment. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 